This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. What is it that millions of Americans are doing in their bedrooms at night that's wrecking their daytime productivity? You'll be surprised by the answer. The amount of time they spent reduced the number of sleep hours they got, and people subsequently reported being much more mentally fatigued the following morning and less engaged at work. Then, we'll hear from a top professor of psychiatry on the secrets of the teenage brain. It's an interview you won't want to miss. The changes in how we feel as adolescents or think or behave isn't about raging hormones. It's actually about changes in the brain, the remodeling brain. Those two stories and much more are coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stick around. Our show gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Picture this scene. It's late in the evening and you know you should be getting ready for bed, but instead, as usual, you're checking work messages on your smartphone. Our next guest says doing that can have some surprising effects. We welcome Russell Johnson, Michigan State University Assistant Professor of Management to InfoTrack. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. You and your colleagues recently did a pair of studies on this very topic. Tell us what you found. There's been a lot of anecdotal evidence looking at the benefits of smartphones and the potential pitfalls they might have when you use them late at night for work. And there hasn't been, unfortunately, any rigorous scientific tests of these ideas. So that's what my colleagues and I sought to do. So we conducted two studies in which we examined the effects of smartphone use for work at night on people's sleep and recovery. In the first study, we examined a sample of 82 managerial employees, and we surveyed them for 10 consecutive days. And they filled out multiple surveys per day where we measured how much time they spent using their smartphone for work late at night in the evening after 9 p.m., We chose 9 p.m. because most people go to sleep within two hours of 11 p.m., so that's kind of the the beginning bedtime period for many people. Mm -hmm. We also measured then the following morning how many minutes of sleep they got, so their sleep quantity as well as how they were feeling in terms of their mental fatigue or depletion. And then the following afternoon, we looked at how engaged they were that day at work. And what we found was in that first study that the amount of time they spent on their smartphone after 9 p.m. for work reduced the number of sleep hours they got and people subsequently reported being much more fatigued, mentally fatigued the following morning and less engaged at work. Now, we sometimes hear that the spectrum of light from any kind of screen, television, computer, smartphone, can have an effect on people's melatonin and making them sleepy at night. Did you get into that at all in this study? We didn't actually measure uh, melatonin, but you are correct in noting exposure to light close to bedtime. It actually inhibits the production of melatonin, which promotes sleep. So exposure to that light makes it more difficult to fall asleep and remain asleep. Is there any reason to think that this only applies to business matters, or would this affect just about anybody in any form of late-night screen time? That's a great question. 
in a second study, we not only measured the number of minutes that people use their smartphone for work, but we also measured the amount of time they spent on a computer or laptop, a tablet computer, as well as television viewing. And obviously with television viewing, that wasn't for work purposes, that was just for leisure. The effects that smartphones and these other devices have on sleep and people's mental fatigue the next morning really affects people through two channels. There is that physiological channel, and so exposure to these electronic light displays, regardless of whether it's smartphone or television or a laptop computer, is detrimental for sleep. But there's also the added more of a psychological effect of when you're using your smartphone or any of these devices for work late at night. That prevents people from psychologically detaching or getting a mental break from work. And we know that it's actually really important to do that in the evenings or on weekends when people are unable to kind of get that separation from work. It actually leaves them less productive for work the following day. Kind of an ironic effect. What we did find in the second study as well, when we compared the effects of smartphone use to the other devices, although all of them, television, computers, smartphones, and tablets aid into people's sleep time, smartphones had the biggest effect on people's mental fatigue the next morning, and only smartphones affected people's work engagement the next day. So it does seem that there's something unique or special about smartphones. We're talking on InfoTrack with Russell Johnson, a Michigan State University Assistant Professor of Management, about a study of nighttime smartphone use. Do you think that this effect would also play into, let's say, teenagers who might have it affect their school work the next day? The physiological impact of using these and preventing sleep, the problem with producing melatonin, that's going to be a problem regardless of what device you use and what purpose you use it for, whether it's work or school or, or social activities. Where there might be a difference depends on the type of use it's for. So if children, for example, school-age children, are engaged in social media and it's a break from school, that's not necessarily going to impact their fatigue the next day and the energy and engagement they bring with them to school. In fact, it might even help. It's been shown that, for example, with employees going home in the evening if they hang out with family and friends or even engage in a hobby, any activity like that that's not related to work actually feel more refreshed the next day. So using these devices for work or school late at night could impact and be a detriment to people's performance at work and school the next day. But if they're using them for more social activities or leisure activities, you might not get that effect. But you still have the effect from being exposed to the blue light from the displays, and that's not going to vary across activity. Yeah, I see a statistic that says the National Sleep Foundation says only 40% of Americans get enough sleep on most nights, and a commonly cited reason is smartphone usage. So I guess to wrap this up, any advice for people who, you know, they want to do well in their job and to stay up on top of messages they're getting, what can they do to maybe avoid this problem of late-night smartphone use? Probably the best solution, and this would also be the one that's most obvious, would be to power off those devices before going to bed. There's really no problem with checking your messages before bed. You can make it part of your routine, just like people brush their teeth before going to bed. But just like you don't take a toothbrush into the bedroom with you, you should probably leave the smartphone out of the bedroom as well, where it's not a distraction. One key problem with the smartphone is a poll that was conducted found that most people do use their smartphone at night close to bedtime, and they also keep it within reach of the bed. So even when you stop checking messages and put it down, it's still beside you, and normally people don't completely power off their 
smartphones, so when incoming messages or texts or other notifications are coming in, that smartphone lights up, so you're exposed to that display, whether you're paying attention to it or not, which has implications for people's sleep quantity. Well, a lot of people use their smartphones as an alarm clock. Do you recommend that they not do that? One way around that is just not to keep it within reach. So what some people I've talked to have started doing, rather than keep it on their nightstand, they plug in their phone somewhere away from the bed where they're not exposed to it, so they don't see the display. But obviously it's still in the same room with them, so you would hear the alarm when it goes off the next morning. Russell Johnson, Michigan State University Assistant Professor of Management and a fascinating study of nighttime smartphone use. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Next, to most parents it seems impossible, but one medical expert says he's figured out the teenage brain. We'll talk to him next. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.